0: There is a dimension beyond which is known to humankind—a dimension of sound and sight of mind, a dimension intended only for mature audiences, and exists solely as a form of entertainment, without intentions of education or societal enrichment. It's—it's a—it's a podcast. It, it's what you're listening to right now. It's a podcast. It's a podcast we call Lore Folk. Welcome back to Lore, Folk. I'm your host, uh, Tim the Toolkid Aiden, and I'm joined today, of course, by my good, loyal head elf, uh, Maddie Br Burr- Barnard. Uh, you thought we were talking about Tim Allen's The Santa Claus only once, you motherfucker, you thought. Hi, it's me, Maddie.
1: I'm uh, unexpectedly the number one Santa Claus stan. It's me, you found me, here I am. I literally hadn't seen it until today, but let me tell you, what a film.
0: Now, dear listeners, you may think this isn't supposed to be a movie discussion podcast, and it's not. But we have to talk about the intricacies of the Tim Allen, the Santa Claus films lore and how it pertains to Christmas.
1: This isn't a movie discussion podcast, but the Santa Clauses 1 through 3 are not movies. They are experiences and, and thought experiments, and we must delve into them, because what the hell is going on in
0: this series? They are the true doctrine of Christmas. <laughs> Fuck that Bible shit. Yeah. Jesus didn't die for our sins, but Tim the Toolman Alan definitely did.
1: So if you need any context, um, last episode, all we did uh, in a feverish moment of panic was talk about what we would do if the Santa Claus rules, i.e. you kill someone, you become them, uh, happened in real life. So, you know, go listen to the episode, perhaps, if you for some reason decided to jump into an episode that I can only assume is titled The Santa Claus 2, The Santa Ning, or whatever. Anyway, Aiden, what happens in The Santa Claus 2?
0: Taking place eight years after the events of the original film, Tim Allen's The Santa Clause 2 follows our intrepid hero, Tim Allen, as he struggles to balance his work-life relationship. And, get this, he has to find a wife or he won't be Santa anymore. And he only has until Christmas to do it.
1: Whoa, that Christmas, but that's when he does his other stuff. Now... That's a ding-dang pickle right there for old St. Nick. Ooh, wow.
0: Why this rule only takes effect eight years into his tenure as the Santa Claus, I sure don't understand. Nevertheless, he must conquer this issue and bring whole the Santadom To find balance, he creates a toy duplicate of himself to take over his Santa duties while he goes to find a wife. That's what I'm trying to think of something funny to say, but that's what happened. That's what happens. There's no jokes there. There's no jokes about Tim Allen's The Santa Claus 2 because that's the plot and that is the story. Also important to note up front, they do imply that toy clone Tim Allen has a penis.
1: Yeah, he does come out naked. He comes out of the machine and they He comes out
0: naked and they're like concerned about it. They're like, oh, we need to get a towel over this guy. Like right. if he was smooth like a Barbie, they probably wouldn't have said anything. But I think there's a toy penis under there. They show his ass. Show so. us the toy penis cut. No, Disney, don't you do cowards, give us the toy Tim Allen penis. So anyway. <laughs> Pivoting again. from that idea.
1: What what are we what are we talking about for this movie? So first movie we we've established what we would do those rules existed now i have a couple questions about this second movie and i'd like them answered
0: please ask away
1: if i make a clone of anything in the santa in the santa claus clone toy machine will it eventually turn evil or does that just mean that tim allen santa claus secretly has like a subconscious evil within him that he's always trying to quell so, he could be a good Santa, and that just sort of came out when he turned into a toy.
0: So, what you're asking is are we products of our environment, or do we have actual autonomy and control over our lives?
1: No, I'm asking does the machine make you evil, <laughs> or was Tim already evil? This isn't a thought, this is a thought experiment, but it's not that thought experiment, Aiden. I wanna know if the machine makes you evil,
0: okay? Is it possible (laughs) that the darkness within Tim Allen's the Santa Claus's heart to become a fascist dictator, as he does in the film for some reason, uh, lie beneath his jolly heart?
1: It's like a little bit of that that cold hard businessman that he used to be left over, sprinkled underneath all the Santa stuff. And that comes out for some reason when he's made of plastic, when he's a plastic dick.
0: When he has his plastic Tim Allen penis, yes. Are, man, are you saying that? Are you saying that? Are, are you worried that if you were to step into this toy duplicate machine, that your doppelganger would uh, be murderous or fascist in some way?
1: I'm more just curious if it makes people evil and if that's the case that I just think it would be fun. I mean, let's, it, let's be real. If I'm getting cloned, at some point, one of us is going to be evil. That's just the way it's going to shake out, baby.
0: Yeah, I'm going to have to shoot one of you eventually.
1: Yes. But what's more interesting to me is if you know it's going to turn someone evil, you find the nicest friend you know or your sweetest grandma or whoever, and we put them through the machine just for fun, right? To have, like, a fun evil clone eventually. It's, I'm I'm interested. I want to know how Grandma's going to turn evil.
0: Granny's here, and she's ready to commit war crimes. So Toy Tim Allen's problem was that he uh, wholly and fully abided by the rules in a very strict manner. And that is what made him evil. And I think that's a pretty brilliant commentary on Tim Allen's behalf. ...of the current American imperialist structure in which we occupy. Mm-hmm. I think Tim Allen was coming in with some biting leftist commentary on America <laughs> in back 2002. in 2002. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Nothing important had happened in America recently in 2002. So, no, absolutely yeah. not. God, the way I'm thinking about how this movie came out in 2002 <laughs> all of a sudden... <laughs>
0: where was the world in 2002 reeling that's what i'll tell you and they needed tim allen's the santa claus i'm impressed he
1: doesn't make another toy army sooner that's not like his first thing or he doesn't start you know what i actually thought was gonna happen the brilliant screenwriter that i am i thought he was gonna somehow shove okay i don't know any character's name so i'm gonna call him gibby because he kind of looks like gibby Gibby and the hot elf, who's an adult, I thought he was going to shove them through the machine and hide them away in a closet somewhere. And they'd be like, look, guys, a it's all good. We love new Santa. And all the elves would be like, OK, I guess. Oh. but he just went straight evil instead, which is fine.
0: Instead, he decided to make an army of tinsel toy soldiers who are completely useless. And yet all of the elves are quite fearful of them. Uh, but they all seem to have okay, here, here here's what blows my mind. Okay, Tim the Toolman Allen's duplicate Santa. He has his own thoughts and he has his own feelings and emotions. The tin soldiers that he makes big are also sentient, and yet the characters of the film brutally disassemble and crush and destroy these toy soldier creatures
1: they're sentient but they don't have their own thoughts and opinions because toy santa has all that stuff right because they programmed it that way that's what the he elf has a mouth says. to say words now the elf said he has a lot of santa's memories you know i told them to like know how to do certain things so he's got all that santa knowledge embedded he's had life but coaching. what the fuck does a toy soldier know Nothing, right? That Toy Soldiers was born today in the toy shop or whatever. Just
0: more biting commentary from Tim Get Military Recruiters Out of High School's Allen. We all know that Tim Allen was staunchly against the Iraq War and included the Toy Tin Soldier subplot as commentary on the American military complex. Okay, here's what concerns me about this film, though, is they kill these soldiers but then they let They let toy fake Santa live in a very cruel way. They shrink him down to regular toy size, and then they put him up for sale. But they do not revoke his sentience. He's dancing with the toys at the end trying to get them to do what he is doing. So now he has to live life like an actual Toy Story character.
1: They put him up for sale? How did I miss that? I thought they it just put him down credits. and he sort of... Oh, fuck, I, I was immediately onto the third movie! Shit. <laughs> you fool, you missed it! Wait, what? That's a whole new layer! They, he's
0: just there? He's just small? How could Tim Allen, who knows the existential turmoil of being a sentient toy, a movie that he even references in this movie, how could he do that to another being? How could he willingly put them in that position?
1: He's evil. That's, I mean, maybe they thought he must be tried. I mean, not tried, but his crimes, he couldn't just die, right? You can't get off that easily if you're going to try to be evil Santa and start a whole war and give all the children coal. So they thought that the best punishment was eternal life as baby Santa, plastic baby Santa.
0: Alright, we've discussed toy Tim Allen enough. What we need to address in this movie is the fact that it's mostly a romantic comedy?
1: It is! It's a fun, quirky, 2002
0: dating scene movie. Isn't that delightful? A surprising amount of this film is Tim Allen being very horny, but in like a safe Midwestern way.
1: In a wholesome, I'm-looking-for-my-wife kind of way.
0: He gives a couple looks that are unsettling and I don't like.
1: (laughs) He's horny in a magical Santa way that makes it okay.
0: So at the beginning of the film, Tim Allen finds out that he needs to find a wife. The second Santa Claus, if you will.
1: It's called the Mrs. Claus. The Mrs. Claus. Please pay respect to the excellent double pun that they've pulled off in this film. Thank you.
0: And at the same time, his son is acting out in school. He's spray-painting the gym and being anti-Christmas. So Tim the Toolman Allen has to go back home to confront the school's principal to stop his son from being suspended. But then, sparks fly. And he falls in love with the principal. What's her name? Newman? Newman?
1: She's just a mean Hallmark movie lady, she, you know, but, but it's weird. Here's, here's where I was confused. She's a mean Hallmark movie lady, right? She's in the big city. She's got her big job, whatever, but she doesn't hate Christmas. She's just doing I I like I don't want to go down the whole Ferris Bueller debate here but she's fucking Ed Rooney she's just doing her job like literally yelling at children for doing graffiti and that's it but they make her out to be such a bitch at the beginning of the movie that I was like (laughs) I don't want want him to end up with this fucking dude she can't be Mrs. Claus and like yes I grew to love her you know because of that scene where they got all those old toys or whatever but like She's literally just a lady who's, like, there. Just because your son hates her doesn't mean she's
0: mean. This is what I want to talk about. We talked about this very briefly before recording. Tim Allen implies that he has known her her entire life because he is Santa. But he was not Santa when she was a child, and yet he knows things about her that only the previous Santa and even further back incarnations would know.
1: Yeah, does he inherit all of Santa's memories? Because that also, because she tells him, right? He knows how to get her a toy she wants because she told him about it and like blah, blah, blah. But then he knows about everybody, and there's a scene where he's handing out toys to only adults, right? I understand there's a scene where a girl runs up to him and knows he's Santa, and he knows her name, and it's like, whoa, magic. That makes sense, right? I bet in the past eight years he's given that girl toys because she's a child, but there's no way in hell that he gave all these adults these toys from their childhood. So how did he know that? He must have inherited old Santa's memories.
0: But actually, in the first one, though, He doesn't. He doesn't know a damn thing about how to be Santa Claus when he becomes Santa. So he didn't know any of this, so he had to learn it. So was he researching the past histories of people all across the world?
1: Is the naughty list, like, is the nice and naughty list one magical giant piece of paper and it evolves and the names sort of vanish and come back and disappear and ebb and flow? Or is it like every year there's a new piece of paper... That's the new Nice Naughty List. And so if he wanted to, he could go back into the fucking Santa archives and be like, who was on the Nice List in 1947? And like, find all those old people?
0: Is that the deal? I don't know. That'd be pretty cool, though. I think this is, once again, leftist commentary from Comrade (laughs) Tim Allen about the absurdities of bureaucracy and how it doesn't make sense. Here's where it gets worse, though, is at the end of the movie... When he asks her to become Mrs. Claus, he tells her that he has known her her entire life, and she is operating under the assumption that this man did not in fact murder the past Santa and inherited his Santa powers and the Santadom, that he has always been Santa. She's operating in a world where he is an immortal being who has watched over her since childhood. When he asks her, she doesn't understand how any of this works, and yet she still says yes. Despite the implication that this is a thousand-year-old man in the form of Tim Allen.
1: That is weird. Like, she doesn't know he's only been Santa. But also, she knows he has a son, which, mm-hmm. it, which makes it even more confusing for her. Like, Santa's been around forever, but he only decided to, like, have a kid now? In, in recent memory? What, what's the deal there?
0: I kind of like that she's just down for it. I kind of like that she's like, fuck it, I'll fuck Santa she's Claus. She's like, it's
1: Santa. He know, he, you know, he's old, but he's not old. Because he's always old. He's just been old. So also because she sees him when he's not Santa, right? That's the other thing that I thought was funny is, you know, not not to be like a mom in the 90s and call Tim Allen hot, but she sees hot Tim Allen in the movie when he doesn't look like Santa. And that's the man that she falls in love with. And then he's like Santa at the end. And obviously when he tells her he's Santa, I'm sure she knows what Santa's supposed to look like, but I'm just saying.
0: When he re, oh, can, can we talk about when he re santifies That shit was so upsetting. It's in like more so seconds. than any other point in any of the films. The sound they play, they jiggle his belly and like a horrifying body horror way, and they play like this a horrible wiggle noise with it. It like it sent a chill down my spine. The
1: subtitles say something like Santa gurgles, <laughs> and it's <laughs> oh, absolutely God. awful. Ugh. I See, oh, I was no. so distracted in that moment because I wanted to see if they were going to pull a Shrek. And if she, the whole time I was thinking, is she going to become Mrs. Claus? Like, is she going to look old also? Is she going to like, you know, plump up a little? But no, she just stays the same. They kind of in the
0: post-credit sequence, actually. And then they doubled, they backtracked in the third movie.
1: Well, yeah, so it's like in the third movie, she's all, you know, she's festive. She's got her little hair curls and all that. But yeah, she's not old. But also I will say that uh, Tim Allen Santa doesn't look, I mean, he looks old, but again, he doesn't look like old, old. He's very, you know.
0: He looks like a ripe, frisky, young Santa who's ready to fuck. So
1: she's just game. She's like, yep, Santa, he's immortal, whatever. But he's proposing, when he has to find a wife, not only does he have to find somebody who is on board with the whole Santa thing and moving to the North Pole, but also someone who's okay with being immortal. And I cannot help but think of Twilight. All I could do when I was watching this movie was think about Twilight and how it is unfair of Edward to ask Bella to be immortal or vice versa. She's asking him to make her immortal. And I just don't know if like on your, as you're on your conscience, if you could do that to somebody, but here we are again with some dude Asking not only just for marriage and the commitment that that entails, but the commitment of a woman to be immortal with you forever. And I just think that that's a lot to ask of somebody that you met, like, you know, less than a month ago. I don't know. I don't know. I just kept thinking about Twilight.
0: Wait, Maddie. If you kill Mrs. Claus, are you married to Tim Allen?
1: I mean, it depends if Tim Allen is still Santa at that point. But yes. here. See, here's my... Okay, I have a couple questions. For, let me just clarify this first. There's a couple different types of immortality. There's the kind of immortality where you're literally just like impervious to everything, right? You can't die. You can't be injured. But then there's also immortality. There's also immortality where you can be killed, but you will not die like of unless something happens to you. Yes. You could be injured. You could be killed. You could have your head chopped off. But like vampires, right? They have to be killed, but they won't die if they're mm-hmm. just hanging around. And I assume clearly santa claus is the same rules because he's been santa for eight years and he has not aged he's old but he hasn't aged but you can kill him so anyway and then my next question is if you kill so you said if you kill mrs claus do you become married to tim allen i think the answer is yes
0: that's all i needed to know All right, I'm back. It didn't work. Santa's
1: the one who's out in the field every year. Santa's on the front lines. He's risking his life for home and country. Nothing is going to happen to Mrs. Claus unless somebody tries to raid the North Pole. And I don't think that's going to happen. When you become Mrs. Claus, not only did she agree to being Mrs. Claus, she agreed to being immortal and she agreed to be married into the entire lineage of Santa's because she doesn't know, right? Right. She's Mrs. Claus no matter what. So if Tim Allen goes and slips on another roof or somebody actually maliciously like plans to murder him this time and they come back and it's a new Santa, she's just married to them still. She's rolling the dice every time he goes out for Christmas hoping he doesn't fucking <laughs> die because it's not just like, oh, my husband's dead. It's like, oh, my husband's dead and here's my new husband. I hope he's cool,
0: right? Well, here's the thing, though, is... In the original Santa Claus, when the Santa dies, he deflates or whatever. And Tim the Toolman Allen arrives at the North Pole. There is no Mrs. Claus, which either implies that when Santa dies, she dies also, or that this Santa had never found a wife and hadn't served for eight years yet.
1: I don't know which one of those is more scary.
0: I don't know either.
1: Because... Mrs. Claus dying is like, okay, great. They're together eternally in Santa Claus heaven. But the fact that that Santa, like things could have just gotten back in order at the North Pole. Maybe that Santa was seven years old and things were about to go crazy, but they were like, now we just sort of settled. We got this new Santa. He's been here for seven years. Everything's good. And then boom, new Santa again, immediately. You've ha- Imagine having one Santa for like hundreds of years and then in the span of like you know 16 years boom boom suddenly you've got two new Santas in a row that's crazy
0: well there is a line that Curtis says in the second movie where he's like uh the you can't stop being Santa kids are 86% happier with you as Santa now or something like that so maybe the past Santa was just really shitty and he couldn't find a wife maybe but wait a minute wait a a, minute wait a minute wait a minute this goes deeper Curtis. Curtis, at the start of the film, has forgotten that this Santa Claus is even a thing. This secondary Santa Claus. The Mrs. Claus. Meaning that there has not been a Mrs. Claus in quite some time. Meaning that not a single, a single Santa Claus has survived eight years without dying. The lifespan of a Santa... Is that of a butterfly? (laughs) They live and then they die.
1: It could mean that. But what I was thinking was that we've had this Santa. The Santa that I'm going to call him Santa One. Santa Prime, which is the one that Tim kills in the first movie. Santa Prime has been married. He had a Mrs. Claus, but she died a long time long time ago because here's what i'm going to suggest is that if santa dies mrs claus dies with him but if mrs claus dies somehow tripped on a cookie or something santa does not die because oh, there's nobody up. there's nobody there to replace him right yeah so perhaps it's like i don't i'm just thinking 2002 i'm thinking about the princess diaries also i don't even think that's when that movie came out But perhaps we have a Queen Clarice situation where Santa was married and it was all good and they had the Mrs. Claus situation and it was like, cool, it's all kosher, even though it's literally Santa. And he's been married and she died a long time ago. So it's fine because he was married and he had a Mrs. Claus. So it wasn't an issue because it wasn't an issue. So Curtis didn't have to think about it. And this is the first time in a really long time that there's been a Santa who doesn't have a Mrs. Claus and never had a Mrs. Claus. So he
0: has to get married. But that would imply again that either all Santas died before 8 years had gone up or all of the Santas before him were widowers.
1: Well, you don't know that. You could have you could have had lot you could have had let's say 20 Santas before. And they all just died and their their Mrs. Claus died with them. Like lambs to the slaughter. (laughs) Yes, but then you had this one Santa and just something happened. There's an accident and Mrs. Claus died and he continued to Santa for like a hundred years. And then Tim Allen came along and like sort of reset everything so that the Mrs. Claus death and the Santa Claus death were lined up again.
0: Oh, so you're saying that if the Santa tenure had gone on long enough, that's why Curtis couldn't remember that about the secondary Santa Claus and not the fact that he had gone through like a hundred different Santas before then and it just never came up
1: no he yes he's gotten so used to not having a Mrs. Claus around and not having it matter that he forgot that it was a requirement at least at the beginning of your Santa tenure sometime within the first eight years of being Santa you have to get married and have a Mrs. Claus does she have to be around the whole time nope She just needs to be married to you sometime within the first eight years, and then you're good.
0: Or maybe if you get divorced, or she dies, like, your timeline starts over, so you have another eight years. What I'm trying to say is that if Henry VIII was Santa Claus, he would live a very long time. He would have a very long tenure as Santa, because he, as we all know, was constantly killing and divorcing his wives... So that, because they weren't bearing him children,
1: but he kept getting remarried, so it was. But he fine. kept getting remarried,
0: so he would probably remain Santa for a very long time. So what I'm saying is that Tim Allen needs to adopt the practices of Henry VIII.
1: He just needs to have a oh, oh, a lady in rotation. He needs to have a Mrs. Claus waiting in the wings, just in case. He loves the current Mrs. Claus. She's great. She's got the hair curlies, whatever. She's a teacher, right? But he needs to have someone sort of on retainer who's waiting. It's all, they're gonna be Mrs. Claus if anything happens to the real Mrs. Claus because he's not going to mess up his Santa business just cuz his wife died. That's that's clown activities for Santa. So every couple of years, he has a bunch of old ladies lined up like that scene at the beginning of the Emperor's New Groove. And he picks a new Mrs. Claus. And the current Mrs. Claus, she doesn't know about it. This is between Santa and Curtis and the Mrs. Clauses. And he hides her away somewhere else in the North Pole. And if something happens to Mrs. Claus, she gets a call. And boom, she's at the North Pole. They're getting married. and Nobody knows a thing.
0: He promises them immortality and then he tosses them aside
1: somebody would raid the north pole and you know who it would be it would be the almost mrs claus because if San- okay so santa's married to mrs claus they live in the north pole they're happy right santa's worried about something happening to his wife like he wor- it's a workshop it's the north pole you know tons of things could happen she could just die on accident so he wants to have a lady on retainer so he goes and finds someone and says hey listen here's the deal i'm santa i have a wife we're happy i love her got the wife at the pole and the with the elves and the toys, and she's there at the pole with the wife. And I live there with my wife at the pole. But you're here just in case, right? And if that if something happens to my wife, you'll be coming in. You'll be the heir to the Santa throne, to the Mrs. Claus throne. And you'll be immortal. And we have cookies at the pole with the wife and the toys at the North Pole with my wife where I live. And so the retainer Mrs. Claus is like, oh, I see if something happens to your wife I get to be immortal and have cookies so who the fuck do you think is gonna kill Mrs. Claus she's not gonna trip on a cookie I mean she is but it's not an accident because the retainer Mrs. Claus snuck up to the north pole because she knows it's real and she slipped a cookie underneath the real Mrs. Claus as she was walking down a hall and she tripped and died And then she had to run back to like the not North Pole so that Santa could call her and be like, oh, my God, something happened to Miss Claus. She died. And she'd be like, interesting. Hmm. Should she trip on a cookie per chance? And Santa will be like, how the hell did you know that? And she'll be like, I don't know. There's cookies at the North Pole. Anyway, here I come. Wee!" And then she's immortal. And she knows to watch her back because she knows how the retainer Mrs. Claus system works. Because the the first Mrs. Claus didn't know about that part. But now she's got insider knowledge. So nobody's coming for the second Mrs. Claus. Because she's got eyes in the back of
0: her head. Just another example of a patriarchal system pitting women against each other. <laughs> yup. <laughs> you fucking nailed it. I don't know why I said all those fucking words. <laughs>
1: Wasting my precious breath. Well, it's just, you know, two babes fighting
0: each other. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, there's one last very important question before we wrap up this very important discussion about Tim Allen's The Santa Claus 2. Would you marry Santa Claus to save Christmas?
1: Can I still do Hanukkah at the North Pole?
0: Can we still <laughs> Can yes. I still
1: do it at the North Pole? Then yes. Big of me to save Christmas, I think. <laughs>
0: Now, second, even with the possibility that if he dies, you die, and all the baggage, or the fact that if he dies and a new Santa comes, you might be married to this new stranger.
1: Yeah, I I see it as more, I know Santa's only gone one day of the year and then he's there all the time, but for that one day where he's gone and he might not come back and it might be a different guy, it's sort of a sort of a Persephone Hades situation.
0: Like she's (laughs) chilling. Oh, that's beautiful.
1: She's chilling, right? Hades Hades sucks sometimes and sometimes she has to be there, but at the same time, she is simply chilling. She's got snacks. She can entertain herself. She's got her grapes. Yeah, so if... You know, sometimes poor, sometimes poor people come in in the underworld and they do stuff and they fall in love and then you know they're the guys they dumb. sing their
0: fucking song to get yes. their fucking wife out of there.
1: Sometimes they turn around because they're stupid and they can't just say, "Hey, babe, you're back there," and she'll say, "Yeah, babe," and then they walk out. <laughs> but she's chilling, so I think even if if a new Santa came in unexpectedly, yeah, I you know I still live at the North Pole. I still got my cookies. I got my elves. And as long as I can do Hanukkah, then, you know, there you go.
0: Now, follow-up question. Would you marry Tim Allen to save Christmas?
1: I like Tim Allen. He's
0: cool. Wrong wrong answer. But. Fuck them kids. Fuck them kids.
1: I will only marry him to save Christmas if he's Santa. Because as I stated previously, it is about the perks that come with the North Pole and everything that's there. No offense. It's not about Tim Allen. Because if I just married Tim Allen to save Christmas and we lived in like a suburban house in 2002, that's not the vibe I'm going for. I can't go back to low-rise jeans. I won't do it. (laughs) Sorry, Tim.
0: All right. That's the end of the show. Thanks for joining us on this deep dive of a cinematic masterpiece. And before anybody gets upset in the comments and we got political, just know that it's not our fault. We were simply picking up what Tim Antifa Allen was putting down. You were radicalized by the writings of Michael Foucault and Karl Marx. I was radicalized by Tim Allen's The Santa Claus, too. We are not the same. A- and you can share the wealth as Tim sees the means of production Allen would by g- subscribing to our Patreon, subscribing to our YouTube channel, and other such things. We have another tier list video coming out on Christmas Eve, so be sure to check that out. Also, make sure to send yahoos and cryptids and such, which is what we usually talk about on this podcast. Send them over to Submissions at gmail.com. Just to be sure to include your name and pronouns when you do so.
1: If you don't send us cryptid content to talk about, we're never going to do a regular episode again. It's all goofs and bits and Santa Clauses from here on out, so you better send us something spooky. <laughs>
0: And so I'll leave our listeners with this final thought. If a Santa Claus dies in the forest and nobody's around, does it ever really crash or even make a sound? When a Santa dies in the forest and there's nobody around!
1: If a tree falls on Santa and kills him, does the tree become Santa? Shut the fuck up.
0: (laughs) Wait, 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 wait. Should we do an episode about the third movie?
1: Merci.